What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, actually, ran into something that's pretty interesting. Haven't really picked up any cards recently. Um, I'm always looking, but nothing has really caught my eye too much in the way of cardboard. Uh, recently, I've just been busy doing other things. A lot of them, a lot of which being, uh, you know, creating all kinds of custom cards for for other people, which that's been super fun. I've really enjoyed that. Um, but uh, one. A particular auction caught my eye um, and I thought it was interesting I th the end result is the reason really why I'm why I'm talking about because I, I just find it to be a curious study um, so first of all let me tell you you know if you've been following me you know that I've really kind of trimmed down my Conseco collection I don't have any cards that are just like um, you know from the junk wax era or easy cards. The the Conseco cards in my collection are all super hard to find. Um, there's not really, some of them are just, you know, kind of fairly hard to find, I guess, but but most of them are, are hard to find. Um, so that includes his most famous Conseco uh, card. Well, Conseco's most famous Conseco card. <laughs> his most famous card ever, the 1986 Donruss Rated Rookie. I don't have a copy of it. I haven't for a while, uh, which is interesting. Um, at one point I had, uh, a recollection numbered out of 21, a recollection out of 32, and actually ended up getting a recollection out of four. Um, ended up, uh, kind of staying away from, uh, from buybacks for the most part. I've got a, you know, his only, uh, playing career refractor, one of one autograph from tops. It's a 95 finest, I believe. Love the looks of it. It's, uh. It's a curb appeal card. It's uh, the eye appeal is off the charts. Um, I love displaying it, and uh, you know it gives that shimmer that an A6 ray rookie can't quite give. And plus, you know, you think, well, look, you know, they've got a bunch of uh, cards out there of uh, of Canseco as far as rated rookie goes. So why would I, um, you know, I I just don't have like this this uh, you know huge urge to have one in my collection because I know I can get one at any time. Um, not the autograph version. The Now, if I do get one, it's probably going to be um, a buyback again. Um, but that's kind of where it takes where the story goes for this uh, podcast episode. Um, there was something really cool that popped up, popped up on eBay um, a little over a week ago. It was a 1986 Donruss Raider Rookie recollection collection. That's the Donruss brand of buybacks. Um, and uh, you flip it over. And so first of all, it's autographed. It says recollection collection on the front, you know, stamp of a, you know, just regular 86 Donruss Raider Rookie uh, Kinseiko. And on the back, it has a little stamp that says one of one. Go, ooh, well, that's nice. I started thinking to myself, if, if there was one card to have, like a Raider Rookie, card to have that would be a good one to have the one of one um there, i had a little bit of reservations like the the stamping on the front just you know didn't seem to match many any many of the others that i could see um for that year um kind of threw up a little bit of a red flag for me I'm kind of give it the benefit of the doubt though um and uh you know the condition um you also you also kind of give buybacks a little bit of leeway but you know the edges were pretty rough and all that so but nevertheless um you know, it's uh, it it's undeniable that it is 
one of the rarest uh, cards of Kinseiko that's his most popular card. Um, and I say one of the rarest because I think there's another one of one Ray Rookie that they did as, uh, far, as far as buyback goes also, I think. Um, matter of fact, I'm on Beckett.com right now. Um, let me kind of go through the the A6 Donruss recollection collection buybacks of the Ray Rookie. So it started off in 2002, they serial numbered out of 21. Um, they, they did a number of others, like, you know, the highlights and the, the rookies and you know, 88 apparently. But, um, anyway, so in 2002, they also had, um, the originals recollection autographs notation. Um, and that's a one of one. Now, what that is, is that actually has a stamp on the front. This is all star also, if I remember correctly. Um, and so they also have, uh, so you go to 2003, um, they have a rated rookie that's numbered out of five and that they did. And they also had the 2003 Donruss rookies recollection autographs numbered of one of one. I think that's the one that hit the auction that, that hit eBay, um, which is, you know, yeah, it's kind of confused. I would imagine that they would have done the rookies, um, version of Kinseiko um instead of the Ray rookie for that but you know I don't know I mean it looks it looks legit to me I just I'm not really sure about the the front stamping like it just I've seen a few other times before but it doesn't seem to match up with the others but in any event um 2004 recollection this is one that I used to have it's numbered out of four um and then let's see if they have any others I think you actually have to go all the way to 2014 for the next one, let me, let me keep scrolling here. And uh, uh, da, 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 da. maybe they had a 2005, maybe not. And let me tell you, like this is a, yeah, it looks like 2014 that's numbered out of 32. I feel like they did another one recently, but I could be wrong, um, which is wild that the 2014 one's now eight years old. Um, but in any event, so you have like a couple of them from 2002, 2003, 2004, 2014. So they did a number of buybacks, um, of the A6 Donner Stray rookie autograph. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because we see it more now with the tops buybacks, how they're doing their own product and have been doing a buyback product since 2015, every single year. Kinseiko's been in most every single one of those. Uh, and I remember the first time that I saw one pop up, I was super excited. It was an off-center 1988 Tops Kinseiko. Yeah, I don't really, you know, there's nothing real special about the 88 Tops card itself. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just a Tops card. They made millions of them, right? You know, but uh, but this one's signed and then it's stamped on the front and got serial number and it's uh, slabbed and and you know all that so it's it's got all kinds of neat little gimmicks all around it and uh, so I couldn't hit that buy it now button fast enough and that was and that was back in 2015 now keep in mind also um this was a time when the only buybacks we had were from SP uh in Donruss from you know several years ago several years prior and tops, yeah, there are a few, but they were they were very very hard to come by. You know, they're from two thousand four, 
if I remember correctly. So, um, you know, 2003, 2004. So this is a big deal. And I was really excited. I said, ha, I got this buyback. Awesome. And then another one popped up. And another popped up. And another popped up. <laughs> and then there were some guys that were like going after these one-of-one Kinsecos that were nothing, like no big deal uh, buybacks, just base card buybacks for 500 bucks or more. Um, sadly, at the time, I was one of those uh, knuckleheads I was doing that at the very beginning. So you can imagine how a lot of us guys that put a lot of money into these buybacks, our hearts sank when they decided to do it in, again in 2016. And uh, yet this time they have the same cards that they would put in for buybacks, but a different serial number. And well, wait a second here. It feels like it's kind of a little less special, right? <laughs> and then 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So I got out of the buyback game many years ago. Um, it was not before I had well over 100 different Canseco buybacks, including uh, the vast majority of them, I think, being like numbered 10 or less. There are a lot of one of ones and twos and threes and fours and fives. And I said, well, yeah, I got to get out of this because this looks like a, a sinking ship. Well, that was that was part of it, you know, because that was actually in conjunction with my, um, you know, with my uh, 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 sellout. But anyway, and that reminds me also, I don't just have that 95 finest refractor. Um, one of one. I also have the three Allen Ginter mini buyback one of ones, which I absolutely adore. I think they, aesthetically speaking, I think they're perfect i think they're made for you know this little buyback program that they have and by the way i use them in my mystery cabinet project so uh check that out on youtube.com forward slash tamman baseball fan i did a video for it back in may if you haven't checked it out it's uh by far the wildest custom i've ever done um but anyways in any event um so, so yeah i you know I, I kind of have like this love-hate relationship with with buybacks i just feel like it's been overdone for the past several years, but you know, but this Donner's one, let me tell you that it's, it's a different deal. And, uh, I started thinking, I was like, do I really, really want this? And I, I was, I hemmed and hawed and it was at like $135, um, in an auction for the vast majority of the week. And I was thinking, man, I don't know if I want to throw a, a bid on this or not. I just, you know, because ever, you know, ever since we lost uh, Phoenix, I think that my taste for things have really kind of gone down um, as well. And uh, so anyways, I just uh, started thinking back and forth. I put a, you know, I, I considered putting a bid in. I didn't actually bid, but I said, you know, I'm going to watch this thing uh, go up. <laughs> well, it went up <laughs> and up and up. At the end, it ended up at over $6,600. So what that means is with tax, somebody paid over $7,000, if I'm doing my math correctly, for an 86 Donruss buyback autograph, one of one of Conseco. Over $7,000. Now that made my jaw drop and a bunch of other people's jaw dropped. I mean, that's, that's a, um, a, uh, <laughs> that, that, that was, that was a, an auction that was definitely worth, uh, getting some popcorn for. Uh, and, and, you know, incidentally, what's funny is 
a card of uh, King Kelly, an old judge card. It's my favorite old judge card of his. Uh, nice eye appeal, but it's, you know, graded at 1.5. Uh, sold in an auction house for less, like 6300 So including tax, I mean, you know, talking, you know, $300 less all in um, for the King Kelly than this. Uh, that's hardly ever seen. I mean, the, the pop on it is like, there's only like a few out there or something, but um, the, but they bought a Canseco um, autographed Ray rookie instead of this King Kelly, which obviously, you know, I mean, it's a different, you know, different market and different everything, but it just kind of blew my mind. Like I just, I was thinking insane. So let me, let me kind of give you run a few numbers and, you know, I'm doing this not to harp on the people that were bidding on this card or the winner by any stretch of the imagination. So kind of stick with me through this. I think it's a fun study. Um, but before we do this, let's go into um, the numbers. So first of all, um, I looked at uh, the numbers, the numbers of how many base uh, have sold, uh, just base cards of it. You know, so we, by the way, we know, I think, that was either the production run, I think was either 500,000 or a million in 86. I know that like Donner's had some internal numbers that were internal memos that were, that suggested that they doubled the, the production for a handful of years in the, in the earlier mid eighties or something like that. Um, so I think 86 ended up being either 500,000 or a million. So even let's say if it's 500,000, there's a half a million uh, rated rookies out there. If that's if that's true, um, and uh, you know, it's, it's funny to think that I had a million in my garage, a million cards, and they were it was my garage was stuffed to the brim with these cards. Now, if there's actually a million of them out there, it would be crazy to think that my garage, my two car garage could be stuffed with nothing but a six honors Ray rookie Consecos. Like that's insane to me, especially in the world where we live now, where a serial number card out of 50 doesn't really seem that rare. 50, you can fit 50 cards in your pocket. <laughs> you know, we're talking about a print run of a card that is uh, wildly more than the mass of two full size vehicles. Um, just insane. So, uh, but you know, something else was, in, was interesting. It looks like in the past three months, 115 base rated rookies have sold of Canseco. That's not counting, you know, the wax boxes either. It's only counting eBay, by the way. So surely many have exchanged hands, you know, off of eBay, but in that, that means about 1.25, uh, rated rookie Canseco's sell per day. Think about that. Think about a rated rookie Canseco selling every single day. That's nuts to me. Um, there are over 400 of them available on eBay right now, which means if you want a Canseco rated rookie, if you've got five or 10 bucks or however much is they go for now, uh, all you have to do is go on eBay and click buy it now. Like there's one right now for $11.95 with $1.95 shipping. There's a starting bid of $25 for a lot of four of them. Um, There's a starting bid of $3 for one, a dollar for another, $12 buy it now. Um, 
which actually is interesting. I want to know how much uh, these have sold for, like the raw ones, for instance. Um, so it looks like an excellent mint version sold for six fifty. Let's see what else we have here. We have a complete set of A6 stars for 30 bucks. You know, it sold for 30 bucks. Um, let's see what else we have here. Um, uh, uh, single card that sold for $4. There's a little bit of a, you know, corner noise there. But uh, but so in any event, like the base card itself is super easy to get. Um, and, and let me tell you something interesting also that uh, that's fun. Um, back in 2015... Um, the, uh, I was on the cover of Beckett magazine with Conseco. So it's like, I think it's July, 2015, if I remember correctly. Uh, and I, uh, so by the way, if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's, uh, it's got my story of the time I went to Jose's house. Um, but one thing I thought was really interesting is, is you flip over to the price guide portion and what you see is an up arrow by Conseco's Ray Rookie. It's really fun because the card hadn't moved in months and months and months and months. Like, and, and certainly didn't increase in value for like a very long time until my article hit, which is kind of fun to think that maybe there's an implication of, you know, my story having affected the value in Beckett's eyes of his most famous card, which is really fun. Right. I love, I love thinking about that. Um, I wrote about that somewhere too, but, um, Anyways, that's kind of fun. So, but going back to the sales data here, um, let's look at the autographs because it's certainly a wildly different thing from a base card to a base card with an autograph. Well, so currently um, what I looked at is it looks like 26 have sold in the past year. So that what that means is you have an autographed Ray Rookie Canseco selling shorter and shorter spans of once every two weeks. And so maybe one, one every 13 days or one every 12 days or whatever. Um, on top of that, there's 54 available right now on eBay. And so that begs the question, what is the stamping worth? So if you have the ability to make a purchase of a rookie of a signed rookie. Um, and let me, let me go ahead and see how much I think the cream of the crop, uh, in PSA's eyes, at least, uh, PSA 10, uh, with a 10 autograph as well. A couple of them sold, uh, within this past month for a little over $400 each. There've also been autographs that have sold for $30. Uh, let's see what else there is here. There's, um, some that sold for, uh, let me see some more raw ones here, 30, 40, um, $56. And a lot of these are graded, it looks like, uh, as well. So some of the graded, uh, versions can be between 50 and a hundred dollars. So, you know, it's, it's a far, far cry from $7,000 because of a little number on the back that's stamped one of one, or is it? There's more to the story. So you have to also look at the stamping on the front where it says recollection collection. Why does that make such a big difference in price? Why is it that uh, that can be like, and let me tell you guys, like there are 
legitimate T206 Ty Cobb cards out there that you can buy for less than $7,000. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how, that's how bananas this is. And, you know, some Cap Anson's and I think you could even get, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to actually take a look and see how much the 33 Gaudi Ruths are. Um, yeah, there's some 33 Gaudi Babe Ruths that are in low grade, uh, but you could get for, uh, for lower than that as well. Um, which again, mind blowing to me. Absolutely mind blowing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but you know, so, so why, so the question is why, why is this rookie, uh, this rated rookie of Canseco that where the base card of it has been printed half a million or a million times has been signed by a guy that signs everything like Jose is really good at signing. Like he signs all kinds of stuff. His autograph is not rare whatsoever. So why is this uh, so astronomically high? Well, so there's a couple of things. First of all, we need to, to boil this down to what the market is. Is the going rate that for that card? No, 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 no. Uh, <clears throat> this is a card that looks like it was propped up in terms of value by two people the winning bidder and the underbidder. Uh, assuming it's, it's true. And I, I, you know, it's a true sale and I, I believe it is based on what I've been hearing. Um, so the next time this sells, if it ever comes to market again, there is, there are a lot of things that could happen. The downside for the, for the owner could be possibly that, the underbidder is no longer interested. They go, man, I don't know what I was thinking for pushing that up that high. I, that was nuts. I am glad I lost it. And in that case, you have the bidder beneath, which looks like it was like $3,300 or something. That's a, that's a huge drop. Now that, that bidder might say the same thing. Um, now on the other side, that might actually jumpstart the market for this card and, and it might readjust people's expectations. They go, oh, and the people with the big pockets might say, okay, now I understand. And they start bidding higher. So, uh, so who knows? There's, there's no way to tell really what would happen. I've seen, I've seen it happen both times, both ways. I've seen cards go for, you know, say five grand. And then the next time they go for 2,500. I've also seen cards that go for five grand one time go for 7,500 the next time. So it's really kind of a weird deal. Um, so we're not really, you know, so for now, we're not really looking at a card that you put up if you have it and it's going to be bought instantly for seven grand or whatever. Um, that was, you know, the high bidder and the underbidder. Those, those are the people that pushed it up that high. So the question is, why? Why would they do this? Well, there's a very good reason, actually. And this is actually kind of the, the, the psyche of many collectors out there. Um, and that is because of its history and, uh, and because of it being on checklists. So um, you think of this, for instance, if that card came out of a product uh, in 2022 uh, as a one of one, probably not even going to break break one grand the reason why this was and even if it was mint and by the way like i said before this one that sold is not mint not by any stretch of the imagination so uh 
Uh, so the question is, why did it go so high? Well, in 2003 or 2000, yeah, 2003, 2004, I think it was 2003, um, whenever this buyback came out, it hit the almighty all checklist. Um, and so what that means is everybody that collects this kind of thing, they see this on the checklist and it keeps them up at night. They want the most important card of Canseco's Ray Rookie in one of one form. It doesn't matter, even though, um, you know, even though, though there are a number of other uh, Ray Rookie buybacks of Canseco um, uh, that have been produced and even another one of one. There's still that feeling that this is a checklisted card that people have been drooling over and dreaming about for probably the better part of two decades now. And the fact that it, that it, um, shows itself on eBay. It's pretty special. It's really special. It's a, uh, it's an amazing, uh, it's an amazing thing, uh, that, that happened there. And so, um, that one of one stamp and on the back and the recollection collection stamp on the front, it means that it was uh, stamped for a purpose to be special. And, you know, clearly came through a pack back in 2002. So it's got some sort of history there. You know, there's, there's history um, in some of these buybacks. Well, probably all these buybacks, but especially when you have something like this. So it, it kind of hits a, hits an amazing uh, uh, intersection of being a one of one, having an incredible story of people looking for this card for decades and it being his, uh, Canseco's most, uh, uh, famous card ever, you know? So now the question is, is all that worth seven grand? Um, you know, I guess that's for, you know, those who, <laughs> who go for those cards to decide. Um, now <laughs> don't get me wrong. I would love to have it in my collection. I think it's a, I think it's a great card. Um, could not fathom, uh, paying King Kelly, Ty Cobb, uh, Babe Ruth money for, uh, for one of them. I mean, there's a, there's a 34 Gowdy Lou Gehrig. It's my favorite card of Gehrig. It's the yellow background with him smiling portrait or whatever. And PSA three form. I think that sells for just around the same, maybe a little, I think a little more. I think last one sold for uh, seven grand before tax or something, but to put a rated rookie kitten Seiko, um, on that level is, uh, it's, it's not just mind blowing to me because it's something that's also familiar <laughs> to me because that was me, uh, many years ago as well. Uh, that card many years ago might've, uh, you know, or the, uh, the Canseco many years ago might've only gotten $500 and the Gehrig that long ago might've only gotten three grand or something. Um, so that might've not been a, inaccurate uh comparison back then but in any event uh i couldn't i couldn't even think about buying a garrig over a canseco like i was just all canseco that's all i really wanted and so i get it if you are in super collecting a single player it's all you care about when it comes to cardboard baby you don't care about any of these other guys babe ruth ty cobb king kelly um and i get it i understand like i said i've been there um 
but I do think that this that this sale was worthwhile uh, for us to kind of examine and study and explore and uh, you know talk about why um, and uh, you know because it's fun it's fun to see these like gaudy numbers uh, go up on on eBay. I remember uh, when the Omar Vizquel and Andres Galarraga super collectors were duking it out and they were. Uh, getting these cards are sky high. I feel like a one of one of one of them ended up getting 10 grand or something. And yeah, I mean, uh, one of the super collectors on each side, I think ended up dropping out and said, this is nuts. And then the market just collapsed. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Uh, but they, they got those guys so famous that they ended up, um, uh, making the card companies take notice and they would actually put in Andres Galarraga, Omar Vizquel uh, in the sales data. So you'd have like, you know, the featuring of, you know, Panini Prism or Flawless or whatever it is, uh, you know, featuring, uh, you know, Derek Jeter, Babe Ruth, Ken Griffey Jr., then Omar Vizquel <laughs> and Andres Galarraga. What? And they're both great players, but I mean, you know, not all-time greats. Um, yeah, you talk to the collectors uh, of Vizquel and Galarraga, I think they would say otherwise. Uh, but for the rest of us, you know, you're thinking, wait, why Why is Mickey Mantle uh, sharing a spot with uh, with Omar Vizquel or Andres Galarraga? It's really kind of funny. Um, but, you know, that's how it goes. When you are a hardcore super collector of a player, um, nothing else matters. You know, the other guys don't matter. And, uh, um, which is kind of seems nutty to me now from looking at it now. Uh, but looking back, I completely understand. <laughs> I, I completely understand the lunacy that goes along with it. <laughs> but uh, any of it. So, so that is the story of the $7,000 1986 Donner's Raider rookie uh, recollection collection buyback of Jose Canseco. So hope you enjoyed this. And uh, thank you as always for listening. Hope you all have a great day.